Hello, welcome to a podcast episode of Marshall Phelps' CORE, which is Creating Opportunities for Recovery Employment. I am Ashley Shaw, CORE Director. CORE assists individuals in recovery with substance use disorder in becoming employment ready. The CORE team serves as navigation specialists, assisting individuals in gaining employment and building partnerships with employers within CORE's 12-county region in Southern West Virginia. I am your host for today's conversation. Today, listeners will meet the entire core team. That's right, the entire team. We're all here for you today. The core team will share experiences working with core and discuss opportunities in which you may connect with us. So we're gonna kick off today's conversation um, with an introduction from all of our staff. And we're gonna start first with our um, regional program coordinator, Sherry Myers. Hi, my name is Sherry Myers and for my role, I am the program coordinator. I provide supportive services for our staff and our partners. Thanks, Sherry. And as I mentioned, we do cover a 12th county region. Our 12 counties are broken down into hubs. And what that means is that we have a segment of our counties broken down and so we're gonna let the Hub One Employment Specialist introduce themselves at this time. Hello, I'm Samantha Page, a core employment specialist and I serve Hub One, which covers Cabell, Wayne and Lincoln counties. Hello, my name is Yvette Barrett and I'm the core employment specialist in Hub One as well and I cover um, Cabell, Wayne and Lincoln County. Hi, I'm Alexandre Willis and I cover up to Canal, Boone, Logan, and Mingo County. Thanks, Alexandre. Hub three. Hello, I'm Brittany Cook. I'm one of the employment specialists in Hub three. We serve Wyoming, Raleigh, McDowell, Fayette, and Mercer counties. Hi, my name is Sydney Lambert. I'm a Hub three core employment specialist as well, and we cover the same counties. Awesome. Thanks, team. Listen, we just want to really just have a sit down chat with all of you all today so you all can get to know us a little bit better. You know, a lot of our participants work with us on a daily basis and that's fun. We love that. We work with employers. We work with so many organizations. But today we really just want to have a sit down chat so you can just learn a little bit more about each of us and what really core means to all of us. And so that's going to be my first question to the entire team. What does CORE mean to you? And we're going to start first with Yvette. So yeah, uh, what CORE means to me is just to see like um, the participants exceed to their fullest potential. So seeing them grow and um, gain their confidence back, I think that's the best part about CORE. And um, just to see them go on a career path. So that's what I love most about CORE and what it means. Okay. For me, um, what CORE means to me, I feel that it's providing connection and support. Uh, like how Ashley mentioned earlier about um, being navigation specialists, our, you know, our title as employment specialists, but I really like the navigation specialists. Being there throughout their journey, um, you know, whenever they're reentering society and just being there to provide that support, encouragement, meet them where they're at throughout, you know, them reaching their goals. 
Thanks, Samantha. And you're, you're right about that. Like, as navigation specialists, you all do provide that connection and support. Exandre, what about you? What does CORE mean to you? For me, it's just uh, to helping others um, reach their goals and, and to be able to see them do that. Uh, CORE means to me that people are getting their second chance or third chance or fourth chance. Um, whatever it takes to get people who are in recovery um, on the right path and we're there to walk with them every step of the way. CORE for me means that I'm, I'm part of someone's journey to having that autonomy that you get when you have employment because you have your own income, you have things that you can do, you have things that you can spend for fun and seeing these people who've been deprived of little joys like that be able to gain that is something that's really special to me. So it sounds like listening to the team that you all see yourselves as connectors, being able to connect people from one point in life to another, in addition to being that support. We, we do find that so many individuals who are in recovery do sometimes lack the necessary support to sort of bridge that gap to gaining employment. And so it's so great to hear that you all see yourselves as being that connector from one point to another. And as you all were talking about um, your role as employment specialist, I think it's equally important to just make folks aware of what services um, CORE does provide. Sherry, would you mind to sort of give us some information on what services we provide? Sure. CORE assists individuals that are in recovery with employment, education, or any other barriers that may hinder their path to success. So our employment specialists begin that process with an intake, and that intake is individualized and centers around the individual's skills, their knowledge, education, and their goals. Once the intake's been completed, the employment specialist will begin designing a job development plan with the participant along with a resume if it's needed. The job development plan sets the goals, identifies strengths and challenges, and a need for community resources, and it also establishes a timeline for the participant as well as the employment specialist. Community resources could be assistance with maybe a defaulted loan, enrollment in college, or a training program. That could also be clothing, housing, childcare. Maybe they need their driver's license, expungement, and any other needs the participant may have to assist with their success. CORE also builds relationships with community partners for resources, referral agencies, and businesses to assist our participants. We also provide educational trainings to our partners and their staff. So what I enjoy with CORE is observing our participants and their growth, becoming confident when they feel that we believe in them and that we are always there for them. After they have gained employment or become enrolled in a training program or college, we also continue that support up to 90 days and oftentimes maybe a little longer. And I've also heard participants say, you know, they're surprised that we continue that support and that we are always going to be there for them and that they're thankful that we're there and that we continue to advocate on their behalf. So for me, I'm proud to be a part of our, their journey as well as our team in providing quality services to our participants. And you know, this is just so great to hear, uh, you know, Sherry, of all of the, the resources and services that CORE provides and it's through the work of our boots on ground, which are the employment specialists. But I, I want to take just a step down memory lane for a little bit because 
although you all are sharing such great things about CORE and your experiences with working with CORE, I'm interested, just to be honest, and what your first thoughts were the first week of employment. So for some of you all, that's more recent than others, but I am just very curious if you all would just think back to when you first started with CORE. What were your thoughts after your first week? And I want you all to be completely honest. Exandre? Um, what was my first thoughts? Is that what you yes. said? Yes, first thoughts. <laughs> um, I'm not sure. I, I, I didn't know how to take it at first. Um, I guess once I started seeing success through the participants that I really got the got the gist of um, what it was all about, you know. So it, at first it was a little bit overwhelming, but with time, once the processes started to click, it all started to make sense for you. Correct. Yeah. Okay, great. What about you, Sydney? I was really nervous because I, the things that I was putting out like be it a resume or a cover letter or setting up the timeline to help with the participants or helping them set up their own timeline, it required me to make sure that the services I was giving and the things that I was putting out were up to par. And then I realized that we have someone come in and look at those and that made it a whole lot better for me. But aside from that, I was just really nervous and excited to be able to be part of that hiring process because I know from experience how exciting it can be to get the call that you got the job. What about you, Sherry? What were your first thoughts after week one? Okay, so for me, being here a little longer, um, I have to be completely honest. I was like, oh my goodness, I don't know if I can do this. Oh my goodness, can I really? This is a huge responsibility. My background is heavy in education and workforce and assisting folks with employment and students with employment. But this was to me even a bigger responsibility. Um, we had that responsibility to people's lives and supporting them and helping them to that next level, that next step. And with my background being in education, I didn't feel like I had enough knowledge with substance use disorder. So me being the person that I am, I had to start doing research. I had to start gaining knowledge. And then after a few more weeks, I was like, okay, yes, I can do this. I, yes, I can do this. So that was my first response. I just had to gain that little knowledge piece that, um, and just to be able to feel like I could do what I needed to do for, and be responsible for our participants. Yeah, that's great. And you know, it's so true that hearing from all of you all, it's obvious that as, as it is with any position when you start, there's that feeling of just being overwhelmed and being anxious and wondering whether it's something that, like, what did I sign up for, right? But I think that at the heart of it, what I'm hearing you all say is that you knew the bigger picture was about helping people reach their goals and realize their success. And so for that reason, it sounds like you all sort of took it upon yourself to learn what you needed to learn and whatever areas that you felt weren't your strengths to develop whatever you needed, skills that you needed to be able to work with individuals who were in recovery and assisting them in gaining employment opportunities. I must also say that when I first started, I too felt overwhelmed, even having had experience in workforce development, have managed um, a workforce development training program. Having done that for a number of years, years, still even yet, I was 
overwhelmed. And I think part of that feeling of just anxiousness is because obviously you want the program to be successful and you do have people's lives on the line. And so for that reason, uh, I would agree with you that 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 bit of angst was a bit much at first, but I think we've all gotten a hang of it. So great job to you team. And I'm so proud of you that you stuck, you're sticking with me so far and sticking with CORE. So you all know, um, I had you all recently complete a personality test. So let me just say this to the audience. I am that um, supervisor that loves to kind of get to know the team and learn what their strengths are and also what are their areas of opportunity so that I can support them in their development and growth as professionals. So I'll be honest in saying I had the entire team take what we call an animal personality test. Yes, an animal personality test. And so there are four animals that um, individuals um, are assessed on, and it's the lion, otter, golden retriever, and the beaver. And so each of the staff has taken this, and we use this as a way to kind of acknowledge what our strengths are, but also to identify areas of opportunity, as I stated. So I want to hear from you all. I want you all to share your results, like what animal were you personality-wise, and how you feel the results align with your strengths and weaknesses. Uh, Brittany, will you kick us off in this discussion? Yeah. Um, being a lion and an otter made very, you know, a lot of sense to me. Um, I'm very passionate and a go-getter, but I can also get lost and overwhelmed with the tasks. So uh, having the not, you know, the ideas that yeah, my main quality is as a lion, but I do have qualities of an otter and and need a, a good supervisor and support staff and that sort of thing. Um, it made uh, me think about how I can take weaknesses and turn them into strengths. And then of course, when that list shrinks, you you know you can you can add more weaknesses, which means you're you're always growing, you're always changing and evolving. So, you know, having the patience to understand that once you conquer one thing, you need to set your sights on, on something else. Thanks, Brittany. Who else wants to share? Who, what were you as the animal and how does that align with your strengths and weaknesses? I'll go ahead, Ashley. Great, Sydney. Um, for me, I was, I was also a lion and an otter and it, the lion part wasn't shocking. I tend to have a bold personality, be very goal oriented, be a person who likes to go after things. But one of the things that it even says is a weakness of, um, the lion is I like to have things my certain way. So you, I can't dictate what the participants need or what they think they or what I think they need it has to be it's driven by them and that's one of the things that I figured out also me and Brittany working together it's been an awesome time getting to figure out how everyone's personality works in the workspace I was also an otter too and their weakness is uh talks too much I've that's been a common theme I would talk to a wall if and it doesn't need to respond um, I'm also a people person though, and that helps a lot with the participants that we're working with, um, helping uh, tease out what some of their strengths are that maybe they don't know that they had, or 
um, what skills do they have that, that maybe they don't um, didn't previously know that they had. And it's been really cool to see to be able to do that and learn from those, and to be able to see those weaknesses. The weakness of maybe talking too much also be turned into being a people person and someone who's approachable and someone who they feel comfortable talking with. Great, Sydney. You're definitely a people person for sure. And I've seen you have conversations, not quite at the wall yet, <laughs> but I, I take your word for it. Exandre? Yeah, I believe I was a, a lion. Um, I don't really remember what, what the qualities that come with it was. Um, I felt like it was a good fit. Okay, great. Yvette? I was a golden retriever, which is awesome because I do like dogs. So I feel like that's definitely perfect for me. But for my strengths, is that like I'm easygoing, I'm very compassionate and empathetic. I guess like in my background with social work, I like to hear more about um, our participants. And also with them, like understanding of their situation and them um, being in recovery and like, you know, stigma going on. But yes, definitely. I'm definitely like hearing stories too with the participants and then for my weakness is i'm like very decisive that so i do have like a hard time making decisions so i always have to get other people's decisions well before going forward so I, um i think those definitely um hit nail for me for sure <laughs> and just like my counterpart in Hub One, I am I don't have the lion personality, but the golden retriever. That's something that we share. Um, again, you know, just being patient, a team player, empathetic, um, dependable whenever it comes to our team, but then also for our participants, you know, somebody that whenever we say we're gonna do something, you know, having that follow through, staying engaged with our participants because that's something that we hear a lot that they really appreciate from us. And then um, a weakness is of the golden retriever is bearing change and how Ashley was talking about her purpose behind giving us the personality test, you know, to recognize our strengths and then areas of opportunities, you know, and different situations that she may be able to place us in. So, um, you know, with my weakness being fearing change there's been several opportunities that Ashley you know has been like oh, okay you know you know try this or you know with this presentation just kind of um giving that support and uh you know and helping myself to grow that's been huge so I'm thankful for that Samantha I'm so glad you see it it's helping <laughs> I'm so glad Terry <laughs> In part to go along with that, I would also agree. I do love Ashley's leadership style and pushing you out of your comfort zone. Because although my the first time I took this test, I was a lion. I was kind of like, really? No, I don't. I don't know that I'm the lion. And then the more I kept reflecting, and the more Ashley kept pushing me out of that comfort zone, I was like, you know what? I really am a lion. But I like to think of myself as a low key lion. And then when I need to be a bigger lion, I can push myself to be that bigger lion. So with those um, traits, the lion takes charge, it's competitive, a decision-making, goal-driven, problem solver, but now on the downside of that, being a problem solver, under pressure, and if there's a deadline, which is a 
probably my weakness. I want to make that decision. You're wasting my time. Okay, we've got a deadline. We've got we've got this, this, this. We've got to get this completed. And so I have tried to take a little step back and reflect and work on that weakness. I think I do pretty good with it, but there have been moments that I kind of revert back to like, okay, there's this deadline. There's this, we've got, got to get this done. And so that's something that I'm still working on, but I do think I'm conquering it in sometimes and sometimes maybe not so much. And then my other one was the beaver. And of course we all know, and we'll just say it, I'm the analytical person. And so, yeah, we'll just leave it there. I'm the beaver that's analytical. Yes, Sherry, you're definitely detail oriented. Um, she keeps us on our dots, our eyes and crosses our teeth. So we thank you though for that, Sherry. Uh, for myself, the team, you all know, like I'm a lion. What can I say? Um, in regards to just like nat my natural strength as it relates to being, I want to say lioness. I'm going to say a lioness. I am very decisive. Um, indecision almost um, drives me bonkers sometimes. So I am extremely decisive. Um, I would also say I am kind of a take charge person. So if there's a lull in a conversation or something needs to be moved forward, I'm going to be that person that sort of says, okay, what's, what's next? What do we need to do? What do we need to accomplish? Uh, the other part of that is that I enjoy challenges, which I know my team probably hates about me because I look forward to new challenges. For me, if, if I'm not challenged, I am bored. And so the moment that there's an opportunity to take on something new, sometimes I can be a little aggressive at, at jumping to do it just because I do like variety and some change, some change. However, on the flip side of that, I have to admit that I can be a little a blunt at times. In my head, I already am like 10 miles ahead. So sometimes you have to bring that back and make sure that you're communicating in a way that people can receive what you're saying. Uh, additionally, uh, I have been known to be a person who does not listen well. So I have to make sure I take opportunity to just listen to what people saying, repeat back to them what I heard. So I just want to say to the entire team, especially like my golden retrievers, I'm so glad that you all are on the team to help balance us lions out um, because you all sort of help bring the calm to the storm, to be honest. And for my lions, I'm just so glad that we don't step on each other's toes. And I think we all, as just core staff, we recognize that each of us have our strengths. And that was like the whole goal of doing the personality test is for the team to recognize that we each bring something to the table that's a strength. And so for that reason, we don't need to compete against one another. We need to sort of build each other up in what we're great at and then have opportunities where we can grow professionally on things that may not be our strengths at all. So thank you all for hanging on with me as it relates to the personality test. Uh, I think it struck a lot of laughs in our conversations. Would anybody else agree? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was good to hear what each other. Yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. Okay, so here's a question for you, Brittany. 
What have you learned about your strengths and weaknesses while assisting participants with their strengths and weaknesses? Well, Ashley, I, uh, growing up in school, and you might not know this, growing up in school, I hated public speaking. I would make myself almost sick knowing that that part was coming up, whether it be presenting or, you know, uh, doing a debate or what have you. It was terrifying to me. And then got to college, had um, a speech class, again, terrifying. And what I didn't realize was happening until really this job, um, I had turned something that I thought was a complete weakness. Um, it used to paralyze me and turned it into my job. I talk to people all day long um, and, and publicly talk to people. Going into these meetings, having to explain core, uh, explain our services, explain myself, and in a way that's professional and uh, represent you know represents core and martial health in a good light. Um, it made me realize that any weakness that you have, you can turn it into a strength, or maybe not even a strength, maybe something that's just not as weak. So when when my participants come with me saying I have this, this, and this against me. I immediately see ways um, to help them turn those into their, you know, into their favor, into something that they can use and utilize. Um, now, some of them are hard set on "I'll never get over this," and that's okay. I let them, I let them think that until we get to a point where it's like, okay, you can do this. And watching participants realize that they can um, accomplish their goals and be with them when they do that, because they haven't felt like they've been accomplishing much. Uh, it's really awesome to see, and it definitely makes you think about yourself and make sure that you're doing everything you can correctly, because if you don't have your stuff together, how are you gonna help someone else get theirs together, you know? Yeah, I, I definitely can understand that, Brittany, and, and that's why we always say, like at CORE, like we have to be the representative, and this kind of goes to this point, we have to be the representation of what it means and what it looks like to work, to, to be workforce ready. So I definitely get what you're saying. We have tons of like core favorite moments. It may be just me. I don't think it is. I think we have a lot of fun moments with core. And I think that's why the team gets along so well is that we, we do try to like take and take advantage of opportunities just to laugh and have moments where everyone's just relaxed and we're casual and you know folks are just sort of saying what's on their mind. So I, I'm curious to know, what's your favorite team moment, ladies and gentlemen? Sherry, you want to kick us off? Sure. So I have several, uh, but there are some that, you know, we always say what said in the core room stays in the core room, so we'll keep them in the core room. But I remember there was, um, Samantha and I worked in Hub One in the beginning, and there was, uh, we had been invited, we hadn't been um, on the job too long, maybe a couple, two or three months, and we had been invited along with some other professionals to go to a prison and set up and work with um, people that were in the, the prison. And I remember us pulling up and we 
went, we gathered our things and we went in and we were stopped at the door. No, you can't bring your cell phone in. So we had to turn around, take our cell phone back to the car. And then we go in and you have to remove everything, your watch, anything, possibly earrings, whatever you may have on you. And then you go through the detector. Once you pass the detector, which both of us, I believe, and Samantha, you helped me out. I don't think we did, but we won't discuss why we didn't uh, get through the metal detector. And then they pulled us aside and we were both kind of like, if you could have seen the look on our faces, we were very surprised and shocked. We had to both then go separately into a room and be kind of patted down and searched and things. And I just think if people could have actually have seen our faces, they would have, it would have been very funny to them. We were kind of surprised. And then we had a really good laughing moment about it. And we still kind of joke about it. And it was a great experience for both of us. We learned a lot. We got to talk with a lot of uh, people and hear their stories. And hopefully come, when they come are released, we'll be able to work with them. But it was a good experience, but it was very funny because if you could have seen the looks on our faces, okay, so we're going in, we have, now we have no phone, we have no, communication tool and then we didn't pass through the the um, metal detector very well and then we've got to go to a separate room and mind you we were professionals that had been invited so I think that was a very very funny moment for us it was probably a little bit of a dose of reality too for so many people right like we don't we don't think about what that's like um, for many people who have to do that right but absolutely but you and Savannah, I, I tell you, you all were such troopers in the beginning and sort of taking that on. And I can just imagine Sherry's face of shock, like what is holding me back from getting inside here. So <laughs> I, remember, I remember you, Sherry, sharing that with us. It was quite an adventure. It was one of our many adventures, and there was a little bit more to the pat down, but we'll we won't we won't go any further into that conversation. That'll be one that stays in the courtroom. Yes, what's in the courtroom stays in the courtroom. Yes. So my favorite moment. I have there. You know, I was thinking about this question. It's really difficult for me to nail down a favorite moment, but I'm gonna I, I try. So. Every time we have a virtual meeting, like if there's a core regional advisory council meeting or just the individual like hub meetings, I find after the meeting to be the, the funniest part for me because we just sort of sit there. Of course, everybody knows that we're supposed to have the meeting after the meeting. And so it's always funny to me to see who like who's gonna stay on what are we gonna talk about but also who are we waiting on team who wants to say who are we waiting on to see what they will do what they will do <laughs> exandre <laughs> yeah without fail we're always waiting to see whether exandre is gonna leave the room or whether he's gonna stay on if he's in charge of the zoom if he's just gonna shut it down and not let us have like the after meeting discussion so <laughs> So for me, that's probably one one of my like one of the favorite core memories is just having our after meeting discussion. Uh, what about um, you, Yvette? What's your favorite team moment? Um, me, mine's probably a little cheesy, but um, just meeting everybody, the whole team in person for the first time was definitely um, a good core team moment because um, you know usually to see them through the screen. So you see an actual human being in front of you. 
so that's weird. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a whole person right here. <laughs> that's definitely a great um, core team moment as well. As you know, of course, if there's food involved with the team, oh, that's always a good team moment too, to have opportunity to eat with the team. So, so you, your vet doesn't wanna, want to attend a meeting if there's no food scheduled or involved at all. <laughs> Great, Yvette. What about you, Samantha? All right. So early on, whenever we, uh, you know, first started with CORE, um, of course, you know, we recognize that transportation is a huge barrier for our participants. And so our amazing director, Ashley, sent Sherry and myself on um, a... Uh, a bus ride to kind of get the feel of the experience that our participants go through of catching the bus, uh, managing the time schedule. Okay, the bus is going to pick us up here at this time. I have to get there at that time. So Sherry and I, we um, went on the TTA bus. We had our plan laid out. We we're like, okay, we're going to start at Walmart because that would be an easy place to get on at um, in uh, oh in Huntington, and then. We're going to travel all the way to Milton and then, um, you know, get dropped off there at the Milton Flea Market. We had enough time there, you know, to go ahead and take our break. We planned it all out, you know. Then we were going to pick up um, the bus to go home right there at the flea market or so we thought. And so the day that we go there, you know, we had, thankfully, an amazing uh, bus driver the way up. He answered our questions. Um, very helpful which was you know really great we were thankful for that so we get to the Milton Flea Market and there is maybe five people set up that day so we definitely didn't get to spend enough time there as what we thought and then we realized that the bus wasn't going to pick us up there at the flea market we had to go walk on that busy road at least to um, the sheets that is close by and then um, we even had to call TTA to make sure okay is this where we're supposed to be which side of the road are we supposed to be on and they again were very helpful whenever they called um, they didn't make us feel nutty you know whenever we were asking our questions and then we were initially I think on the wrong side of um, of the street where they were initially going to pick us up at and then um, you know we made it on the bus going home and then we thought, okay, we'll stop here because this is a bus stop. Well, we didn't know that if you don't pull down on the lever, they're not going to stop. They're just going to go. <laughs> so we, you know, finally reached a different des destination. And so thankfully we learned that we better yank on that chain <laughs> to stop. And so that was an experience. But, I mean, these are things that our participants go through also, I mean, every day. So it was a really good insight. It was fun, um, you know, having Sherry here along for the ride. I'm thankful that she was there. But I mean, that was a it was an interesting experience, but taught us a lot. Hey Samantha, are you upset that the that Hub Two and Hub Three haven't had to do that same experience that you uh, and she Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty salty. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm also thankful that Samantha was with me because 
being on your own and that experience and not having a lot of knowledge, it had been years since I had um, ridden on public transportation. And so I am thankful I had my buddy with me. Trust me. <laughs> it was fun. Funny. Exandre, what's your favorite team moment? I would have to say um, when Hub 2, you know, took the lead and had the most people employed um, out of all three Hubs. Wow. <laughs> really going to do it on here. It's really okay. So Exandre indicated that he was a lion, and one of the strengths of a lion is that they are competitive. Okay, so at first, when I, you know, first day, I'm like, the team we're not competitive. We're here to cheer, cheer each other on. Exandre's like, no, we're not. We're here to compete. <laughs> Up to is here to take over. Is that right, Exandre? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, Sydney and Brittany, what's your favorite core moment? I would say mine is, mine was one of the recent ones, and it was while we were planning this podcast, not to break the fourth wall or anything, but we were planning it, and we were talking about, like, tips and ways to um, uh, speak while you're on a podcast, and one of the things that I had heard was to take pauses so that you would have uh, space for editing. Then Brittany had to remind me that normal people have pauses when they speak anyway, and they probably don't need to be edited in for editing. To which I responded with, oh, you're so funny. <laughs> and I have never in my life laughed so hard and watched everyone else laugh so hard on camera. It was just one of those days where it was hilarious. And then we were laughing for like five minutes. And after we'd already moved on, Brittany and I were still like, you've got to stop. Or we're yeah. going to start this again. Yeah, that was that was a good day. <laughs> it was wonderful. <laughs> Brittany? Um, mine is similar to Sydney's in regards to we were in our team meeting and um, we were discussing holidays. And as you can tell everyone, Ashley, I always know when I have a day off, like I'm excited and ready and knew that it was a holiday weekend and I didn't work on Monday and Yvette and Exandre were both kind of like, wait, we don't work on Monday. And we're, I think it was the 4th of July weekend. And we were like, no, we don't work. And uh, Yvette talked about how there was another time where she almost showed up to work on a day that we had off. and. And now anytime I hear about a day off or a holiday coming up, I think of no plans. I have <laughs> no plans for the no day. No plans. And we can, we can credit that to Exandre. That is his line, no plans. <laughs> that was a good moment. That was really funny that time. All right. What else? Somebody's supposed to else supposed to be asking questions besides me. Yep, that's right. So it's time to flip the table um you know we've been able to learn about a lot of our team members um employment specialist program coordinator so now we want to kind of um let you in you know a little bit more on our director ashley here so we have a couple of questions for you ash and i think um you know some of the team members are also going to uh, pitch in as well so um the first question that we have for you, what do you feel makes CORE the most successful? Uh, without question, the team. Um, because what we do is so human, person-centered, 
it's equally important to have individuals on the team who recognize that human just the importance of humanity like seeing a person on a human level so for me without question like whenever someone asks me like what do you accredit to the success of core it's absolutely the team um i would put core up against any team just because i really feel like the core team and they enjoy working with people we enjoy working with one another and i think all of us each have a desire to want to see people better we all have a desire to want to help people get to the next step and we're all about we don't, it's almost like in my mind we don't even see people for where they are today we're seeing people where they can be in the future and so for me without question the team is the is is just what makes core most successful I love that, and I I agree. And I don't know, we do have a great team, and hopefully, you know, that it really comes across to the others. You know, whenever you all, whenever our listeners get the insight, you know, to our core team moments, and um, you know what we're passionate about. And so I think that um, really speaks true, Ashley. So uh, speaking about the team, uh, Core has been operational for a couple of years now. So what did you envision your team to look like as compared to what it is now? <laughs> That's a really good question. Thanks, team. Uh, what I envisioned was a group of high-performing uh, team members. And I say team members. I don't like to say the word staff. But I, in my mind, I saw just high-performance team members who were rooted in serving but also enjoy having fun with one another. And I know that sounds like cliche or kind of hunky-dory, but that's really what I picture in my mind because for me, if you can enjoy what you do, then you're going to perform. If you like coming to work and if you enjoy the people that you work with and that you can give back to others, then you're going to perform. And so mixing the two of those together has been really extremely important for the team. That's, so that's what I envisioned. Now, what have I gotten? <laughs> I've gotten a group of people who I do feel like fit that every day. You know, I can walk away at 4.30 and say, I know the team has done their best, put forth their best effort for today to make someone else's day, someone else's future better. So I've gotten exactly what I wanted. And I think that's in part due to, you know, me being clear about this is what I want from a team. But I think it's equally important, if not more important, that you all have met me and say, okay, we'll get on the same page with you on this. Like we want the same thing. We want to give back to our community. We want to see the program succeed but we also want to enjoy each other along the way. So I've gotten everything that I that I wanted. I just look forward to growing that in the future. Thank you. And I'm sure I can speak for everybody whenever we say that we have definitely got what we wanted too in a director, you know, somebody who recognizes our strengths, you know, is there to, you know, have that open door whenever we need to talk to you about something and to, you know, help us to grow, so. We appreciate it. Thank you. Love you. How much do I owe you for saying that? You better slide me a 20. <laughs> <laughs> we can call it that. Or a 50. Or a 50. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
more food for you then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> love it. Love it, love it. Well, I just want to say to our audience, to our listeners today, like we thank you so much for joining us for our conversation. You all have gotten to see a little bit more of who we are, see our personalities at work, and you can really see that hopefully you can feel that we really do enjoy one another and we have just a great time. And I just want to say, just as a closing remark, like if, if there's someone out there or someone that you know um, is in recovery with substance use disorder and they're wanting to get back into the workforce, make today your moment to connect them with CORE. Uh, you can reach out to us at corewv at marshall.edu, and one of our employment specialists will be happy to assist you. Thank you all so much for joining us today.